Welcome to She Uncensored, a weekly podcast aimed at finding life lessons in little moments to help us recognize our shared humanity and bring us closer to living a more fulfilling life. Hello and welcome to the She Uncensored podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to be here. I just want to say thank you for all the positive feedback from last week's episode. Um, Thank you for taking the time to message me. It was so encouraging to hear how many of you resonated with what was said, how many of you just felt positive after hearing it. It was just really lovely to hear the varied ways in which you connected with that episode. So thanks for taking the time to drop me a line and say that. This week, we're going to talk about something a little bit different. It's about stress which actually might be a little bit helpful for people. I need to emphasize as well that I am not a professional. I am only speaking from my own opinion and from my own reflections. But if some of this is helpful for you, then great. If not, then just forget it. Let it go, okay? I always, always emphasize that. There's so much good stuff on social media and on the internet that you can find about all these kinds of different topics about healing yourself or you know how to deal with a toxic relationship and some of it is really good and then some of it is actually really harmful for us so as with everything I've ever written on my blog everything I'm gonna speak about on this podcast if that is the case for you and something isn't helpful then just switch it off it's fine okay I want you to be safe and I want you to be healthy and I want you to be empowered that's what this is all about. Now that is said and done, I have to say that this aha moment came through when I was running. I'm a runner. I've been running for 12 years and I have no intention of stopping anytime soon. Literally, whenever you start talking about running to someone who doesn't run, you can kind of see the lights in their eyes dim down and they kind of get this glazed over look because you just fuck you just fucking lose them from the conversation people have no interest so generally i don't talk about it much but i have to say that it's it's helpful for me and it's a way of processing things and processing life and kind of it's like a meditative practice for me i guess you know when i go out for a run if i'm feeling stressed out or i'm feeling all up in the air Um, if I feel unsettled or restless within myself, go for a run. Solves the problem every single time. It just helps me to get out of my own head and just drop back into my body and just, I don't know, release all that energy that's kind of pent up inside me. Um, And earlier this year, I finally, after 12 years, completed my first marathon. Of course, due to COVID-19 and lockdown, it was cancelled, but we had the option to do it virtually. Can I just say that doing a marathon is is brilliant. It's such a massive achievement. But oh my God, no one tells you how hard the training is. Like no one. Every, you just see people on the day, you see people in the London Marathon on TV and it looks amazing and the atmosphere is electric and I'm sure it's just bloody wonderful. But fucking hell. The 16 weeks of training, because that was the training plan that I followed, 16 weeks of training, four runs a week. And those runs range from three miles to the highest I got to, to train my body to get ready for this marathon, was 20 miles. So naturally, the training plan is very intense. And it's a mixture of interval training. It's a mixture of hill training, which basically means you run up a fucking hill. 
it wasn't fun. And then you have a long, slow distance run. And I always kept my long, slow distance run to the end of the week. That was normally my Sunday morning run. And at first it was like eight miles and I was like, mm, okay, I can do that. You know, it was a bit of a push, but I can do it. But it went up in intervals of two. So every week by week by week, it would be eight miles, then 10 miles, then 12 miles, 14, 16, 18. And I did the 18 mile run in a storm. It was Storm Dennis. Yeah, that wasn't fun. That's training for you. So yeah, it was some of the toughest shit that I had put myself through. It's so amazing when you achieve something when time, when enough time has passed that puts enough distance between you and those moments, it's almost easy to forget how it felt. It's easy to forget the pressure of it. It's easy to forget the difficulties that you went through. Because even now, I was saying throughout the training, I'm never doing this again. This is my first and last marathon. But now, a part of me is thinking, well, you could do it again at some point in your life, you know? You could, you could have another go. I mean, what's well, 16 weeks? It's passed now. It's passed. You've done it. 16 weeks. I mean, it seemed to go on forever when you were doing it, but you've done it. I'm literally fucking with myself. <laughs> and it reminds me of something I once heard someone say, and it was just so wise. And it was one of those moments that I just thought, shit, that is so fucking profound. And they said that it's so easy to look back at times of your life and think, oh, those times were better or put on the rose-tinted glasses when really it's because you can't remember all the bullshit doubts and negativity swirling around your head. You just can't remember it. You can't remember all the shit that was dragging you down in your own mind. You don't remember the thoughts that you were thinking that made the situation seem more than or less than it was. And it makes you realise how our thoughts can really impact the view of a situation as we're actually in it. We are so quick to allow the smallest doubt in our mind just blow up and become this huge drama rather than just simply enjoy the moment that we're in because we're just so caught up in the theater of our minds and allowing our thoughts to dictate how we feel about the situation as it's unfolding. And it reminds me of the quote by Jonathan Safran Foer, which says, I think and think and think. I've thought myself out of happiness one million times, but never once into it. I mean, that's pretty powerful shit, right? (laughs) And this tends to happen when we aren't fully in the moment. When we get caught up in this melodrama of our minds, we completely remove ourselves from enjoying the present moment. Physically, we're there, but mentally we're just completely absent and we're just trying to unravel all these silly little thoughts that are buzzing around our head. So whenever a negative thought comes or we're hit with a stressful feeling, immediately we just exit the moment and just become absorbed in this theatre production of all the bullshit in our heads. And I think this is one of the reasons why I love running, as I said earlier, because it's a constant reminder to be present Like I said, I drop out of my head and I get into my body. You know, I need to be present because there's roads to cross. There's people now, there's people to avoid. (laughs) Um, I need to be present. I need to be in the moment to keep myself safe. And also to make sure that I'm in tune with my body. If I'm not concentrating, there could be a pain in my body that I'm not paying attention to, which leads to an injury, which has happened before. I need to be fully present. 
the days that I really don't enjoy running or the moments that I really struggle with running is when either I shouldn't be out there in the first place and I should have stayed at home and rested my body. That normally happens when I've been running like far too many days in a row. Um, or I get annoyed with myself because I feel slow and I start thinking, oh, I've only done this much and I still got all this much to go. I'm this, I'm X amount away from home and I still have like this much to do and I get stressed and I stop enjoying it. And this is what I really want to talk about is what stress actually is. I read somewhere and I don't know where. I'm so bad. I tried to find out for you guys, but I couldn't. (laughs) So they say that stress is holding two competing ideas in your mind. One is how things should be. And the other one is how things actually are. So going back to my running, when I'm running and I feel stressed with myself, I stop being present and I've gone back into my mind. I'm absorbed by my own drama. And what we actually do is that we resist the present and we refuse to accept what is. So instead of just being in the moment and running and taking it step by step by step and acknowledging that I'll be finished when I'm finished, I start projecting myself into the future. But the reality is I'm still outside and I'm still running and holding those two ideas in my head is what makes me feel stressed. And there are lots of individuals who have spoken about the great gift of being present in the moment. Ram Dass, his whole ethos was built on be here now. You have Eckhart Tolle who wrote about the power of now. There are so many people who see the riches that can be found in the present moment if you just allow yourself to be in the moment. Another example of how this plays out in people's lives is you need to be somewhere at a certain time and the bus is late or you're stuck in traffic. So the should of that situation is you should be on your way there But the reality is that you're not and you're stuck and you feel stressed and you start getting angry and you start getting irritable and you start cursing under your breath. Or if you're like me, you start shouting really loudly with the windows up in the car. My friends have heard my road rage many a time. (laughs) Um, But that's the reality of it. We're holding two competing ideas in our head. In our minds, we're already on the way to the event that we should be at. And the reality is that we're not. And we're almost like in two places at once and we've completely just divided ourselves. We divided our mind and a divided mind is not a happy mind. So stressful situations feel stressful because we honor the should of the situation more than the reality. And before I go any further, there's nothing wrong with that. Some things should feel easier and some things should be better. But holding onto this script so tightly only hurts us because it doesn't change the immediate circumstances. And yes, there are situations in life where things should be better and this leads to action. And these situations are not necessarily stress related. What I'm talking about is the everyday stresses that aren't even worth it. They're not even worth it. They just sap your energy so much that when it comes to doing anything that truly means something, your nerve endings are completely shot to shit and you're just numb. And that's when you enter burnout. That shit is not fun. So the only means of working through this stress is acknowledging it without judgment. That's the first thing. You'll notice when it starts to arise. If you can just catch it as it starts to arise, then you can start to explore the reasons why it's happening. So for me, stress starts in my stomach right at the top and it's almost like a burning sensation. It moves up my spine and then kind of gets into my head. That's the only way I can describe it because I can feel the tension in my back. I can feel it in my neck. And my mind is just busy, busy, busy with all these thoughts just buzzing around my head of where I should be and I'm late and I'm gonna have to work overtime and blah, blah, blah. 
I'm already at the end of my day and it's 20 past eight in the morning and I'm stuck in traffic. Do you see what I mean? But how does it feel for you? For you, it could be a blurring of your vision a little bit. I don't know. Maybe you get a tingling in your hands, in your feet, like that fight or flight. Learn to notice it and don't judge it. Do not allow yourself to be ashamed of how you feel. Just feel it. Notice those situations when it's about to happen. And it's okay. It's okay to feel that. So now you started to notice that familiar stressful feeling arising. The next is to figure out what's happening. What's going on to cause you to feel this way? Look around you. Where are you? Where are you supposed to be? What is the reality versus the expectation of the situation? Going back to the car analogy, and like I said, when I'm stuck in the car and I'm late for work, I'm already thinking, I have to work overtime this evening now to make up for the lost hours because of this traffic. And it's completely out of my control. And the really interesting thing about exploring what really kind of stresses you out is that you can actually mine a lot of gold about yourself in those situations. So say for example, you're late to meet up with a friend, the bus is running late and you should be on your way there now, but you're not and you've got to text your friend, I'm really sorry, I'm gonna be late. What is causing that stress? If it was any other day, would you be as stressed? And then you start digging a little bit deeper and it might be that actually you really don't like being late, you haven't seen this friend in ages and you just really wanna make the most of your time together. You see what I mean? And actually what you can find out about yourself is that you really give a shit about your friends. You really give a shit about being on time and honoring that person's commitment to you and you wanna honor it back. You could actually discover quite a lot about yourself in those moments. Or maybe you and your friend, you, I feel a little bit tense lately. Maybe there's something you haven't spoken about. It's a bit of an elephant in the room. And this being late is just going to be an exacerbation of the stress and the strain that's already present in your relationship. Maybe there's something you need to talk to her about. I don't know. But do you see what I mean? When you start recognizing the stress and like having a little conversation with it rather than just allowing these feelings to run riot, you can discover a lot about yourself in that moment. But the main thing is accept the situation for what it is, feel it, be fully present, make the most of it. Now, I'm not saying that you'll be thrilled about being late or being stuck in your car, but what it does is when you start to acknowledge that should be and you let it go and you just allow yourself to be fully present, immediately your body will enter this place of calm and you'll calm down and you'll start to be able to think a little bit more rationally about things. Because you see, when we stop fighting in our minds, and we're fully present, we can fully address the situation. We can consider if we're really willing to accept this version of reality. When we're not distracted by the theater of our minds, we can feel the moment and consider, you know what? I'm really not happy with this commute to work. It's fucking dumb. It saps hours of my life. What am I gonna do about it? And that's when you start to build on solutions. This leads to big changes. Maybe you'll end up getting a new job because you know what, you're stuck in traffic and the job isn't even fucking worth it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or maybe you'll move closer to work. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe actually when you just allow yourself to fully be in the moment, you're like, wow, actually this is kind of cool. I get to listen to my favorite radio station for a little bit longer. I get to have the windows down. I get to just enjoy being present in this moment and doing it for me and not having to worry about anyone checking up on me. Or, you know, this could be your moment to just fully be alone and just enjoy that space where you're just with yourself who knows but what happens is when you allow yourself to be present is that you can be grateful for the moment that you're in and start looking for those silver linings and within that 
you get a little bit happier. And this happiness can't be taken from you because it's something that you've cultivated purely from just being grateful for the space that you're in. But one of the main things is that you can't move forward with your life until you know where you are already. If we spend our lives distracted with our own thoughts, we're so dizzy from them that we don't get a full grasp on what direction we need to move towards to better ourselves or to better our lives. And that's what it's like with stress. Because we're running around frantic and we're kicking up all this dust, whereas if we just allow ourselves to stop and just be in the moment and give the dust a chance to settle, you can start to really assess the situation you're in and maybe you'll enjoy it or maybe you'll want to change it but you won't know until you're still enough just to listen and acknowledge where you are. And this is why it's so important to rest as well. We have this hustle culture going on, but we're slowly learning that busy doesn't equal productive. And if we're so busy in our everyday life, just rushing around physically everywhere, trying to fill up every hour of the day with an activity, how does it give your mind an opportunity to rest? How does it give your mind the opportunity just to slow down and take it easy? Rest is absolutely vital because it gives our minds and bodies a state of just relaxation without having to be anywhere, without having to answer to anyone. And it might be that you can't carve out a whole hour to rest. Even 15 minutes or 10 minutes or five minutes would just be enough to allow your mind to settle. Because when you allow this quietening of your mind, when you drop into the moment, when you're fully present, when you accept the reality of the situation, it paves the way for opportunity, for growth, for life, for gratitude, for joy. How do you know what you need when you don't allow what already is? How do you know where to go when you don't know where you are? And what happens is when we allow ourselves to be present, we enter into this non-judgmental space where you can accept what is and there's compassion for yourself in that moment. You notice yourself getting stressed and you just think, oh, what's going on here? Why am I feeling like this? And instead of thinking, oh, I shouldn't be feeling like this. Why am I getting stressed out? Why am I worrying? It's just simply accepting and acknowledging that you're feeling what you're feeling and just gently questioning why. We are the worst critics on ourselves. And probably one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself is that capacity to be loving and kind and compassionate for yourself. Not judging yourself for the way you feel, but simply allowing yourself to explore those feelings safely. Can you imagine the power that would be in that? And imagine if every moment you felt stressed, you stopped, you brought yourself back into the present, you assessed the situation and thought, what's going on here? What needs to change? What do I need to accept? Can you imagine the strides that you would take in life? Can you imagine the growth that could come out of that? I think I'm going to leave it there for this week. We have covered a lot of ground. I hope that some of this has been helpful for you. And if I could leave you with anything this week, it would simply be, be present. Just be present. If that's all you can do this week, then just be present. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you want to give feedback, then please head over to my Instagram, which is at sheuncensored. Drop me a message, leave a comment, leave a like. Always appreciate it. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope that you go on and have a brilliant day. Lots of love to you and I will speak to you next week. 
Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can find other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Anchor. You can also find us on Instagram at SheUncensored and online at www.sheuncensored.com. 